Like Job at the end of uh, oh. uh, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> I am God. Oh, there you go. Oh, we need to slow down on these minutes, man. We're we're nailing these minutes left, right, and centre. Go off, mate, for a second, because I need a drink of Iron Brew. Not a sponsor. I'm Gareth. I'm Richard, and we're back with the third minute of Manimal. <laughs> yes, and coming back in, my first note is. This panther is a puppet. And then, no, it's not. Yeah. I literally cannot tell. <laughs> well, it's also, I say we are three minutes in, and even this panther's bored because it is yawning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you're not roaring at the moment because there's no roar sound. Yeah. It is quite obviously yawning. <laughs> this is where I think you might be right, and they have just given this, this, this thing all of the... I don't know what's a good... I'm trying to think of a good name for a, a painkiller or oh. a, like a, a downer. Well, um, Heidi at the moment, um, my dog takes uh, Metacam for, for the pain in her hips and stuff. Yeah. So it's like a... Again, it topes her up or whatever. And she fucking loves that stuff. Never known a dog like it to like... Can you normally wrap like, par- like tablets up in sweeties or something? Yeah, to drink palm ham, yeah. You just... If she's got a tablet to take, you just hand it to her and she just wolfs it down. Uh, but see, this Metacam stuff, she sees the bottle coming out for it and the little junkie that she is is fucking running around going, fucking give me that good shit. Oh. So, I don't know what it must taste like, but she fucking loves it. Well, obviously it don't taste good, but it's, it's going to feel good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so she's like, oh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't... No, that's wrong. I was going to say, I don't think I like the big, a Big Mac because of the way it tastes, but no, I do, I do. Yeah. But I also like how it makes me feel. Which is gooey inside. But see, I think thinking back to Big Mac and then thinking back to that pizza that guy bought me. Um, oh, the hamburger pizza. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely just the sauce. Like the rest of the the Big Mac can. Well, it's fuck, not even the off. sauce. Right? It's it's Thousand Island dressing. That's all yeah. it is. Thousand Island dressing. Because secret, when mm. I don't have any money, like yeah. at the minute, I like to make toasties. You can smell it all over this house. I've been toastying it up. Mm. But how I make a toasty is you you put two bits of Swiss cheese and then you put some gherkins down mm-hmm. and then you put American burger mustard and Thousand Island dressing. And mm. it tastes like the best burger in the world and it's got no meat in it. Mm. There you go. And so I have that with a bowl of soup or some noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like oh. to say I get paid on Wednesday so everything's going to be fine. But I also have a shitload of things to pay before Christmas. So, yeah. I should probably say it's three weeks till my next payday because oh. we get paid on the 20th of December. Fair um, enough. The whole Black Friday thing on Amazon came along at the right time because... Fucking Black Friday. I know, I don't like that sort of shit. But it worked out well yesterday um, because my mum finally told me what she wants for Christmas. A new hairdryer. So I went online and got a pretty good hairdryer but actually you realise it's Cyber Monday on Monday though right that's fine I'm just saying the word Cyber definitely means it'd be cheaper on Amazon yeah, even then well see I'm, they started their Black Friday stuff and that already it's on to the next week or something how I was looking at a new how um, Black Friday was yesterday two days yeah. ago I was on for a week oh, but apparently it's on right through till next Friday but that's wrong I know, Cyber but they, Monday but it's different new, new stuff 
each day is sort of I know, around but, but Cyber Monday is on Monday. Yeah. So. And they are Amazon, an online store. I I, what I seconds me is when British stores do Black Friday. Yeah. Because why do we do Black Friday? It's the Friday before Thanksgiving, okay? We don't do Thanksgiving. No. No, cool. And on some level, isn't Thanksgiving kind of... In- it's in the... Maybe what I have a problem with with Thanksgiving is the date of Thanksgiving. Because yeah. they are like, this is the day we arrived in America, right? Yeah. But the problem with that is that's sort of the beginning of the genocide of the Native Americans. Yes, yeah. And so it's not really... Maybe you should move the date and use it as a time to be thankful for your families, which is pretty much what you see on TV, right? I am thankful for. I remember the dollop about the the second Thanksgiving. Because the first one was all right because they were kind of sort of starving shit and the Native Americans helped them out. Yeah. Because they're good people. And then the year later... They had wiped out, uh, I think it was, wasn't the population of America supposed to be something like, I'm, I'm probably wrong here, but say it was 5 million or something. Yeah. It worked out. And then, like a year later, like so it's 5 million is a population of Native Americans. Yeah. And then it was down to something like 500,000 in the space of a year. One, because of disease and stuff brought across. Two, because of the diseases we all so gave them. Yeah. And then also because guns. Lots. Yeah. So the first one, if they're celebrating that, that one was actually all right. It was just, yeah, the weeks after where it all got fucked. Okay, well then I'll let it slide. If it's for the first Thanksgiving, then well done, guys. Good job, yeah. keep it up. Because they're all pals at that point. Till white, Until they would. white folk figured out how much shit we could take from them. Everything. Uh-huh. No. There you go. Yeah. So uh, the Zodiac killer is called Drew. Yeah, well, that's it. Of I, course he is. My note was, Panther yawns, mumble, 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 something Drew. Because, yeah, again, I don't know what it is so far in this episode. Whenever someone does talk, can barely make a word out of what Well, no, saying. but I think it's because this is a VHS transfer mm. onto digital and it even has the sound of VHS. Yeah. You know, you can hear it slowing down and speed up ever so slightly. So I think it's just, you know, that frequency is fucked, <coughs> which is ironic because we need to hear it to hear them speak. Yeah. So anyway, as uh, as Zodiac Killer goes to get the Uzis, more credits roll. Yeah. Terry Kisser. Is apparently in this. Yes. You know Terry Kisser from oh. Friday the 13th, part seven, Weekend at Bernie's and Mannequin 2 on the yes, move. because he was Count Spritzel and the Sorcerer in Mannequin 2, Mannequin on the move. Indeed. I see you've skipped a credit, though. Well, that's ahead. because oh. I did these from my brain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I had to look everybody up because I never remember who. I, I see people and I recognise them, but then I always have to look them up because I never remember well, who. Well, Terry I Kisser, in my mind as well, is mostly well known as uh, um, um, H.G. Wells from uh, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. Yes, he was. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear me. Um, Yeah. Oh, I I don't know if this next name I wrote down was before that, but Terry Kisser got me excited. Yeah. But Wyn Irwin? Um, He plays Simmons. No, but... But Why is he called Win Irwin? Win Irwin? Win Irwin? Win Irwin? 
Who? That can't be his real name, right? No. Win can't be his real name. They must call him Win because his name is Erwin, and then he mm. decided to be called Win Owen. Win Erwin. It's almost impossible to say it. Win Erwin. Yeah. <laughs> so who was he playing in this? He was who? Win Erwin. You just said he's play a name. Oh, but Simmons. Point. But which one was he? I'm... I we don't know yet. No, they're okay. not named. Oh, okay. Well, say, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't worry about the people no. they're playing in this. We don't know. No. They're just names that have appeared oh. on the screen and gives us something well, to talk about. The first credit that pops up, which is the guest star, mm-hmm. Lloyd Bochner. Is that stock taker man? Or stockbroker? He's the weapons dealer, dude. Yeah, stockbroker yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, who is kind of recognisable, but I couldn't think of what I'd seen him in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got 214 credits, died in 2005. Um, aged 81. Uh, he was the voice of Mayor Hamilton Hill in the Batman animated series. So I didn't see him in that, but heard him. Um, he appeared in six, in episodes of The Six Million Dollar Man. Um, he played Dr. Moon in the Amazing Spider-Man TV series. Dr. Moon. Um, he was in Charlie's Angels, Littlest Hobo, Hawaii Five-O, Heart to Heart, The Fall Guy, Fancy Island, Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. Tons of other stuff. But yeah, he looks familiar, but probably I've not seen him in any of those things because it's you know like one episode to these things so yeah I looked at his other credits and I did not recognise him from anything but he does look horribly familiar yeah and he's a guest horribly. and he's a guest star as well so I don't know it seems like he should be in like a kind yeah, yeah. somebody we know but we don't so but anyway yes yeah, so you've got Win Irwin uh-huh. and 55 credits including episodes of Heart to Heart there's um, oh, 10 episodes of Heart to Heart as Lieutenant Grey. Oh. character. 22 episodes of Lots of Luck. Lots of um, Luck. He played Arthur Swan alongside Dom DeLuise, which was a series created by Carl Reiner, and he's also appeared in some episodes of the Mary Taylor Moore show. Died in 2018, aged 85. So, Lots of Luck. Lots of Luck. That might be one to remember. Yeah. Um, but Win Irwin Back to his name Yes Win Irwin do, do you reckon he stumbled over his name While telling You know Like while telling the woman At like What his name was it, When they were laminating his past Yeah Also an actor. sounds like the worst game show ever Win or win okay. What about the worst James Bond ever Win Irwin Um, do, 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 do. Oh, and don't forget, and Ursula Andres as Karen Jade. Indeed. Um, yeah, also famous for playing... Uh, Walking out of some water in Bond. Yeah, playing Honey Rider in Dr. No. Vocal cords. Sorry, every time I hear Dr. No, uh-huh. I think of that bit from um, Alan Partridge. Where he's talking to it's the guy, he's got the thing in his throat. You remember he played Peter, uh, Peter on um, Lee and Herring... Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So every time he like speaks to him, he goes, oh, you could be a villain with that voice box thing. You could be a Dr. No vocal cords. Uh, and every time I hear yeah. Dr. No vocal cords, I think of that. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, That's what I do in my time. So that was knowing me, knowing you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, AKA the... the bad Alan Partridge. And it's not bad. It's still, it's, yeah. it's still a solid three out of five, right? Yeah. But it's not the others. <laughs> no. Um, 
So also, there's other credits that pop up in this one. You've got um, George Loros as Hollister. George Loros. Um, 52 credits, including 16 episodes of The Sopranos. Um, but he's not even got an IMDb pick. <laughs> so I have no idea who he is yet. I say this just popping up the screen. He's not, a, he's not appeared in the episode yet. No idea who he is. Um, you've also got um, Lara Parker, which pops up in the credits, mm-hmm. who plays Drew's Date. So the character does not even get a name, and yet she gets up in the opening titles. And the fucking Zodiac Killer gets a name, and she doesn't. Um, but Disgusting. Also, um, interesting fact about her, I didn't really look up the rest of her credits, but she played Laura Banner in The Incredible Hulk. So it was like... Oh, she's the wife that dies? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So there you go. Um, you don't so, really see her much, though, do you? No. He tries to lift... It's first he, episode. Doesn't he <laughs> try and lift a car a bit? Oh, no, he's, she's in the credits, right? A sort of. I feel like you see him trying to move the car yeah. and he can't do it and she's in the car. No, possibly. No. You don't get paid every week, can I do? No, no, she only gets credit for one, so. Um, anyway, back to the episode. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in all that time, I say Zodiac Killer, Drew, ugh, yeah. has gone down to get the Uzis, right? Uh, Simon comes around the corner Dressed like Jack the fucking Ripper. Yeah, he's, but he has, like, par- partial Jack the Ripper, but partial also stereotypical 80s millionaire. Yes. Something you'd see definitely in some sort of advert for insurance. You know what he's dressed like? He's dressed like, um, he's, <laughs> he's dressed like Peter Boyle in Young Frankenstein. Yeah. When he's putting on the rich. Yes, he did. <laughs> I also suggested that um, if he walks down an alleyway in this, he's going to get shot and gunned down, and he's, it, it, his son, who trans- also transforms into animals, is going to become some, some sort of vigilante. All he's missing is a wife with pearls. I did the same, no, I did the same joke, but uh, I, I cut it down to, if he walks down an alley, they're going to rip off his pearls. Oh. Ooh, nobody wants that. No. Oh, salty. Salty. I don't know oh, where that came from. Salty goodness. <laughs> salty pearls. Oh. Uh, I don't know, about to be salty. What? They're in oysters or something. They're about to be salty. Well, I can't eat. I'm horribly allergic, so I'll never no, find I just out. assume they would be because it's out of the sea, so water, salty water. No, you just think it's like, it looks like semen. That's how your brain works. You're a monster. Delicious semen. <laughs> Seaman with Leonard Nimoy. No, with, with the semen, you're really spoiling us, Leonard. Oh, slurp it down. That's a good boy. The Seaman. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, Coming. put some uh, dialogue from Seaman there so people know what we're talking about. Coming soon to theatres. Seaman. Seaman. Spray it all. I always liked how, I mean, they obviously cut Leonard Niboy's dialogue because he says, The Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. he's, they've made him sound like a computer. It's weird. Why did they not re release that one? Like, what, Switch? <laughs> yeah, someone got I'd totally flayed. I'd buy that. Oh. I'll carry that around with me. I mean, I, I'm actually tempted to buy a Switch Lite, but I don't want any Switch games. I just want to buy, like, half a dozen SNES games and play them on yeah. the Switch. Oh, dear. I was actually having a quick look at their sale, and, um, yeah, there's fuck all on the Switch, really. It's all heap of shit. <laughs> you don't like Switch anymore. It's all right. I mean, for what I've got for it, it's fine. But, uh-huh. I don't know, everything else just seems... I don't know, but a waste of time. There are so many games on there that are like 80 pence each, though, so it's all right if you're wanting tiny little 
games you would normally get on your mobile phone, but on a very expensive Switch. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it just seems... Very expensive. It seems to quite expensive nowadays. I mean, it is to me. It's for something that... All I'm saying is that a Switch is the same price as a SNES was in, like, 1991. Uh, yeah, okay. And yet inflation goes up 4% every year. Which <laughs> which basically means that over 20 years it goes up like 100. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Oh, like I've, got, oh, I've got to start saving this year because of the end of the year, end of next year, um, new Xbox or new thing comes out. <sighs> I know. I'm so proud of you. Moving on. <laughs> Ed, next credit. Are we on the next credit or have we... Oh, we got past them, I think. Oh. Uh, unless one pops up that I'm not aware of. Ed Lautner? Water? Sorry. Lautner? Mm, I didn't write that down, so I um, don't know. Colonel... Feel, feel, whenever you want to shout a credit out, oh. feel... Because uh, there is, there's heaps of them at the moment. Yeah, but um, they're, they're not all done in this minute. There's yes, no they way. are. They all of these be. are in one minute. Well, I, how's this? Save some of them until maybe their face appears. We can't just talk about every cunt. Well, okay, well, I won't talk about... Well, but some of them are not going to show up in even the next... No. No, but we're going to no. talk for 20 hours. Okay, it's fine. Cool. <laughs> I'll never remember going back to these people. It's fine. Well, we don't know who they are. That's the problem. That's like, if the, one of them is like... The driver of this cab he's about no. to get into. Well, no offence. One of them. Who fucking cares? Well, one of them is, is um, supervising producer, Danny R. Boyle. Yeah, but not that one. He's He'd have been a the, child. He's one of the creators. No. Uh, <laughs> did I say Danny? I meant Donald. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, Freudian slip. <laughs> um, whose other works include Bay, um, writing Baywatch, Baywatch Nights, and V. Nights um, with a K. Yeah, but he also wrote twenty, uh, wrote twenty, and directed fourteen episodes of something called Bigfoot and Wild Boy. I mean, that sounds amazing. <laughs> the follow-up was Shanks and Bigfoot. But, well, uh, uh, what about Ten Speed and Brown Shoe? What the fuck is that? It's a Jeff Goldblum cop comedy, mm. a cop drama. It's a comedy because he's in it. It's not follow-up. That not was uh, Filthy Rich and Cat Flap. <laughs> <laughs> so many good names in the eighties. <laughs> oh, what was the Scarecrow one? Scarecrow and Mrs. King. There right? you go. Yeah. <laughs> God, all the good TV shows. Anyway, yes. Simon's like official police business. Follow that cab, which yes. the cab uh, driver does, and he shows him an ID. So he's a police. He's I know. From the synopsis thing, like I sort of read, that he works with the police, but I didn't think he was actually police to the point where he's got an ID that lets him commandeer cabs. But, but it doesn't look like a police badge. I think it just says, I work for the police. Please let me do this. <laughs> I have a condition, and if I start laughing, here's a card or some shit. Yeah. Ah, Joker reference. Uh, Simon is a terrible backseat driver. <laughs> Keep your eyes on the road. <laughs> And he looks very concerned. Yeah. And that's the end of the third minute. Okay. Um, there was a couple other little minor credits that Not popped on you up. Go. And we've got the co-executive producer, Paul Mason, mm-hmm. who also produced Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's a terrible film. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it in he was also 20 years, but it was. The um, executive producer and executive in charge of production for Diagnosis Murder, Matlock, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm. 
There you go. Melissa Joan Hart, not. Yes. What's her name? What's the new one called? I can't remember. It's, it's good to use it as a swear word. No offence to her. <laughs> oh. No, but it's like, it really pops, right? As a swear word. Where Where is it? Um, let's, uh, well, I, I went the wrong way. You keep talking. Oh, while you're looking up, there's also um, a producer credit for Harler Wade, who um, produced Quantum Leap, um, Sequest, DSV, um, and 13 episodes of Auto Man. Okay. What's a, Auto Man? A computer generated superhero and his human creator fight crime in the city, starring Desi Arnaz Jr. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh. When this pops up, I'm like, I am writing that down. We need to find that as yeah. well because that sounds dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, her name is Kiernan Shipka. See, Kiernan Shipka. We've also got a created and written by. Well, it pops up saying created and written by Glenn Larson and Donald R. Boyle. Glenn Larson. Um, Glenn is Larson, that... who wrote Magnum. Battlestar? Battlestar Galactica, yeah. Knight Rider, Nightman, created Auto Man <laughs> as well, um, and also created Half Nelson starring Joe Pesci, which is a series where I thought it was going to be wrestling related, so I looked it up and it's not. He just seems to be, he's something... Is he called his Nelson? name's Nelson, and then <laughs> just people annoy him or some shit. I couldn't quite make it And out, he's tiny, because it's Joe Pesci, so yeah, it's Half yeah, Nelson. So it's half Nelson. Um, and also finally, directed by Russ Mayberry. Um, who's also directed episodes of Thunder in Paradise, which I think we need to look up. Remember the Hulk Hogan speedboat series? What? (laughs) (laughs) It was like a crime-fighting speedboat thing, but Hulk Hogan was in it. Crime-fighting speedboat? Well, I think they're the crime-fighting. The speedboat merely did the transporting them through the crimes. I thought it was like an airwolf for the sea. I I think it kind of was, but Hulk Hogan was in it. Um... Um, he also um, directed um, episodes of In the Heat of the Night, Matlock. In the Heat um, of the Night. Um, Equalizer, Dallas, Magnum, Fall Guy, Kojak. Stuff like that. <laughs> and I will say the words. Yes. And then that's, that was the end of my third minute. Cool. But yeah. But yeah, so, so, so far, we need to find Nightman, uh-huh. Automan. <laughs> Possibly half Nelson <laughs> and uh, Thunder in Paradise. It's the Glenn A. Larson like, oh, hour. Yeah. Comedy Glenn hour. A, the Glenn A. Larson uh, tribute podcast. Mm. Oh, I never actually looked up to see did, if he did was Did Glenn there. A. Larson then also do Jag? Or is that not him? Remember Jag always yeah. used to be on cable? It's just Couldn't. Jag became NCIS. Yeah. And NCIS, officially, I believe, is in the same world as New Magnum and New MacGyver. What, and New- what comes up a lot is um, Law & Order SVU. Law & Order comes up a ton. Like, every sort of variation of uh, Law & Order yes, comes up but all of these people. That makes sense, right? Because this is based in New York, and so is Law & Order. Uh-huh. So if you're a New York actor and you need work, you've got to get, get it on Law & Order. I forgot, what, I forgot who I'm looking up. I'm sure uh, June Diane Raphael was saying that when she was living in New York, Law and Order was her saviour on more than one occasion. Glenn A. Larson. Oh, no, he's just got based on the series for the new Magnum P.I. Uh, what was it I was looking for there? It was Jag I was looking for. Jag, yeah. No, it does not seem I, to I, appear. I'm going to go this way and just go to Jag. 
and say no. Oh, it's, but it's uh, but it was directed. It was uh, Donald P. Belisario. Uh, so quantum, quantum leap, leap, right? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's um, a quick thing about um, Half Nelson. Mm-hmm. Rocky Nelson is a former New York cop who is trying to make it as an actor in Hollywood. However, like most actor wannabes, he is still looking for his big break, and his lack of stature doesn't endear him to his directors. So he is currently working for Beverly Hills Patrol, a private security agency that caters to the needs of the Hollywood elite and who also try to keep things quiet for their clients. And every now and then, Rocky comes across a case which requires him to slip into his old mould of cop, which doesn't make his boss or the police lieutenant that he encounters happy. What year is this? This was... Whatever year you say, I'm going to be shocked, I can tell. Um, what the hell is it? Uh, oh, well, just, well, there's only eight episodes of this. Yeah, because it got cancelled. Uh, 1985. Fuck me. After Raging Bull. After he was Oscar nominated, he made this shit. Um, I was looking at the, the if there was anything on there about the pilot for this. And it just tells you, 24th of March, 1985. And <laughs> there's not even... Like a synopsis or anything about this at all, other than yeah, it's Joe Pesci. Moving on. No. We've gone a bit sideways, but I think that's allowed, right? Yeah. Donald P. Belisario, right? Yeah. I'm going to go through 20 writing credits, and then we're going to get out of here. Okay. Cool. Magnum P.I. the new one. Yeah. NCIS Naval Crime Criminal Investigative Service. Okay. Of which he was the creator and official writer of. 403 episodes. Jesus Christ. Jag. 252 episodes. (laughs) I don't know what this is. First Monday, 15 episodes. Seems to star uh, Rockford. Uh, Crowfoot TV movie. Oh, I won that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Quantum Leap. Creator. 118 episodes. Yeah. Tequila and Benetti. This is how all these shows work. One of them seems to be a dog. <laughs> I guess, I'm going to guess Benetti is the dog. 15 episodes. Nick Benetti is oh, a cop from like- New York who accidentally shot a 12-year-old girl. Oh, shock. <laughs> well, that's, that's quite a twist, just in the synopsis. <laughs> His department felt that it would be best to let he leave New York until all the excitement dies down. Excitement? Yeah. Fuck off. You're a 12-year-old. <laughs> that would be quite exciting. So he's sent to California, and uh, and far as he is concerned, it, it's like being sent to another planet. And as far as the locals are concerned, he is an outsider. He is teamed with a dog named Tequila, who is not exactly Rin Tin Tin. But they try to work as best as they can. What? <laughs> the dog doesn't care. It just wants fed. Oh. Please note that Brad Sanders voices tequila. Another talking dog. What the f- <laughs> Okay, well I did not see the talking dog part coming. That's oh. not even that's not even mentioned in the synopsis. <laughs> Maybe it just thinks. Maybe it can't talk. You know, it's like a look who's talking. But even then, that would be mentioned. But anyway, right? So Tequila and Bonetti went from 92, okay? Yeah. Magnum P.I., the original series. Yeah. Also, he created it. Like, with, obviously, Glenn Last. Yeah. Right? So 179 episodes of that. 
Airwolf. Right? Yep. Which, bizarrely, is on here three times. Mm-hmm. Oh, Airwolf, 1987. Yeah. And it's called Airwolf Season 4. So I think it was like some sort of weird spin-off because it doesn't seem to have any of the original cast in it. No, yeah, right, okay. Then Airwolf, 1984 to 1986 for 57 episodes. Yeah. And an Airwolf TV movie in 1984. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica, 11 episodes. Because never forget it was cancelled and then brought back 30 <laughs> years later. He wrote an episode of Kojak and the story to Danger in Paradise. Bizarrely, he's executive producer on Family Guy. (laughs) And five episodes of Quincy. Anyway, enough of that. Yes. Quincy. He didn't like them punks, did he? Oh. We'll talk that's about it next a, that's time. That's probably a really good reference that I just didn't get and read. Oh, it's something that I really get upset by. But anyway, no. see you in a minute. 